Hello and welcome to this HeyNet podcast and I'm your host today, Sam from HeyNet and I'm going to be talking about rebranding today um, and really it's discussing actually how not to make mistakes when rebranding your rural business. Um, it's something I've gone through and I rebranded um, HeyNet, um, I think how long ago now, it's probably over a year ago now. Um, for a variety of reasons and this is what I'm going to explain if you're thinking about shifting focus with your rural business or you're offering different services on how uh, to go about it. Um, my first um, point in starting the rebranding process is actually think about it very carefully uh, and take your time. When I first set um, Haynet up seven years ago now, um, it was something that I literally did in a weekend. I didn't really forward think um, with regards to branding. I knew what the concept was going to be about and I was very sort of positive and, um, you know, I had a very, very forward thinking about how Haynet was going to be and what it was actually the job it was meant to do. But I didn't really actually think too much about its branding. Um I was actually offered um, some assistance with regards to designing a logo for it in the, in the early days, um, funny enough, by the network uh, that I'd set Hain up um, with through, and they were just setting up a design, um, a graphic design company, so they said to me that they would actually, you know, give me a good deal and, and help me with it, and they were great, and um, for those of you that have um, followed Hainet over the last seven years, you will probably remember that it was um, black and white. Uh, the, the logo was very much, um, it was designed around really sort of like a, a field or a countryside aspect with, with the logo in front there. And we also put the website in the logo, um, whereas I look back now, that was a mistake and I'll explain why later on. So when it came to changing Haynet last year, there was a reason, I think it's two years ago, so I can't remember now, it's gone so quick. There was a reason behind it. I was changing focus and subsequently I then changed it from not being a network to being a blog and I shifted uh, the engagement of that onto social media pages but thankfully I did take time in actually when decided to rebrand Haynet and to give what sort of look it was going to have I did sit down and have a think about it and it did take me many months I think we actually changed over uh, it was in the September, I think it's two years ago, I think I changed, I changed, lost the network a year ago, so I've had a few changes in the last couple of years, and I started the process at the beginning of that year, so it took me really from January, February of deciding that was what I was going to do, to actually making the changes until September, and I did get some advice, I did speak to some professionals, which I really would recommend you do, especially with, you know, when it comes to sort of designing um, logos and that to actually if you're um, really want to sort of do it well and do it you know correctly I would seek professional advice over that and there are very you know there's some, there's some brilliant people out there it doesn't cost as much as what you think it's going to be um, and I do think it will pay in the long term so I think you need to think about why you're rebranding as well and um, making sure that you absolutely um you know what you're going to be doing is going to sink sit comfortably in you know your business vision about how it's going to go into the future um and think carefully about whether it is the right thing or the wrong thing to do i mean obviously if your business is shifting in focus perhaps you're selling different products or you're offering a new service then that may be the time um to actually 
rebrand the company, potentially do a name change. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if you are shifting focus quite dramatically, I think a name change is good. But again, I think you need to think about that very, very carefully, and that is the right direction that you want to take your business in. Um, you know, it, it's quite a major undertaking, rebranding, and I think, you know, sit down, have some thoughts about how you want it to look, how it, it's going to evolve in the future, and whether the branding that you're going to go with and the focus of your business is going to go with that over the next whatever five you know or ten years or more um i think the next thing to consider when rebranding um a business especially with the countryside and the equestrian industry is anticipate the questions and concerns you're going to get from your clients um when i changed from having Hainer as not a network anymore to just um you know a, a blog directory and then i shifted the engagement to talk with other bloggers through Facebook and Twitter I knew it was going to raise concerns because Haynet had been a free platform for any blogger or anybody to come on and put their posts and that on there and that was something that I was going to be losing um, I did get questions I did have um, some people that were concerned about it I had a you know a couple that really didn't like the changes and I think you've got to be aware that if you are changing your business be prepared that some people will not like it and and because some people don't, you know, like change. Some customers will be totally, totally with you and on board with it, and you know, will, will support you along the way. But I think if if you are changing direction, uh, and obviously with the branding, make sure you are prepared for them to come and question it, and, and be open and clear um, about why you're doing it. I also think to be public about your rebranding. I think um, I, I was very public about the hay net changes that I was making. Um, and I was explaining why I did upon changing over I did think well I did start writing a blog post and it, it was quite a difficult one to write to try and make it clear and actually this is where while I'm talking to you today on a podcast I decided um, to actually do a podcast um, which actually was a really really good good idea because I could explain it um, and talk about the changes and I could then put that on the website, put that on the social media pages. And it, it almost felt like I was talking to them personally rather than long, laborious text. And I think discussing the changes, it was going to be a big press release or blog post, whatever way you want to look at it. And I think um, it may have got lost in translation. So by actually speaking directly, I mean, and again, you could not perhaps not do a podcast, do a video. Speaking directly with your um, customers and your social media following is is definitely probably the better way and I, I, I would say that's a big big tip so if you are changing um, direction or changing your brand or whatever explain it you know be vocal about it don't necessarily put it just into writing which I, I'm an advocate for writing but I think it's a really good idea to actually speak about it instead and I think be crystal clear in what you um, are going to be telling your clients and what they're going to be expecting from the changes um, you know, there's, you know, be transparent and accommodate, you know, their concerns and their questions as much as you can. Um, and I think, you know, by keeping it crystal clear, what we you know will obviously uh, make life easier in the long run. You won't be having obviously hordes of customers or clients that are complaining or, or moaning about it. Um, I think again, there's, there's been I've, I've watched quite a few brands, and it's not necessarily within the question industry. I've watched it across, you know. Um, fashion and blog, uh, fashion bloggers, stuff like that, a lot of them are actually um, keep changing focus. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about today is to not 
I think if you're going to think about rebranding is to actually, or you're changing your services, is actually don't keep doing it. I think if you keep changing every, uh, you know, every so often, people look at, you know, the customer base is going to get confused. Um, I think if you're offering a, a completely different service, so say for example, um, well, I have actually done it again, really, because I, and I do a lot of marketing and work with clients, uh, probably more locally than, than I do, uh, you know, nationally. So I set up my own marketing, um, you know, business, and that is separate to Haynet. It's linked in a way, obviously, that people know it's me, but I had to keep that separate because it's like, for example, if I was going to start selling rugs or if I was going to start selling tag, I wouldn't really um, want to be having that with regards to the horse bloggers. For me personally, um, I think that you know that sort of thing should be kept separate. I think you could probably brand it that it is. Say, for example, it would be very uh, colourful and designed in a way that you think it might be linked to Haynet. And that is, I think, something you've got to think about. So you either set up something completely different within uh, your and, and rebrand it totally or perhaps change the name. Or if you think it can sit comfortably under one banner, um, like, for example, when I changed the branding with Haynet and I decided to go into the countryside side of it as well, I did the logo with a view that I've got the horses at the forefront and I did the farming and the countryside towards the back so that it, it will hopefully all sit comfortably underneath that. Um, if I was selling saddles and, and uh, feed, for example, it would be very difficult to put that under that logo. So, again, I think, um, you know, have a, a very, very clear um, idea about how you're going to rebrand and with the services that you're offering. Um, with regards to actual logo as such, um, this is something that I love. I do like looking at, at branding and how people look at, you know, they design their um, logos and what colours they use, what fonts they use. Um, I like it with the bloggers. You know, I think, you know, when they've got a, a name of a blog and they, they, you know, they go with it and turn it into a brand, I think it's brilliant. Um, I think my word of advice is, again, put, put some thought into it because I didn't initially with Haynet and it was very difficult the first... Um, uh, logo that I had was very difficult to replicate particularly in printing and also when it came to things um, like embroidery and stuff like that I had the website put on there and that was really really difficult to put embroidery on saddle pads and, and even printing it, it would look a little bit distorted so as a top tip there make sure everything is crystal clear it's not complicated but also make it appealing to the eye and make sure you you know the colours are don't overcolor it, but make sure you know it, it stands out. Don't make it boring or you know not fussy. Um, and I think if you have a certain font that you've gone with with regards to your logo, use that font um, in your social media posts. Continue to use that or have a font that you will use all the time. I think when you start changing fonts or changing image, it looks one. I think it looks a little bit messy. Secondly. Um, it just looks better if you've got a clear identity with the the sort of way that you do your posts and you do your uh, social media you know imagery and that I think if you've got um, something that you stick with and you put that every time that you, when you're um, putting content on social media I think it's recognised and your clients will you know be familiar with it and and comfortable with it and will stop and read it I think changing it constantly um, can you know that it, it can cause some sort of confusion, but I'm not saying to actually sort of be boring and stay with it. But stick to a rough sort of of how you are going to give your your business an image. 
and you know and stick with that when it comes to actually thinking about rebranding um, put a plan in about how you're going to do it um, again I and also I think actually set a date make sure that you're um, you have a, a date that you're actually going to change over that you have got something to work to because I think if you sort of keep going on and on of it it can just go on for months and months and months so I did give myself a date when um, Honet was going to change um, it did stress me out a little bit that I had you know a, a date to work to but actually it did make me do it so I again I would actually plan how you're going to rebrand when you're going to do it I also would publicise it. I wouldn't just do it. I would give your customers and your clients um, as much notice as you can. Um, I would do it in the form of um, through social media and newsletters and, you know, press release. I'd also, um, you know, make it sort of like, a, uh, you know, give an announcement that this is going to happen and, and sort of generate some excitement about that because, um, when I was rebranding Haynet and we were doing the new logo, I did sort of, you know, entice it. So it was only two weeks now to the changeover and this, that and the other. And it did ge generate an awful lot of um, enthusiasm from from my followers. Um, so I think, yeah, be open about it and crystal clear about what is happening and when it is going to be happening. And, you know, again, it is an exciting thing to go through. I thoroughly enjoyed rebranding and, and I and I and I really it was a very big process for me, but it was a very learning process as well. I learned a lot from, you know, in, in how I went about it and how I changed it. But also, um, you know, with regards to, to, to changing over, if you've got a date coming up, then perhaps, you know, do a competition, you know, upon the launch. And I, I did one um, when we when, when Haynet changed over and, you know, the, the, the traffic and the engagement and the excitement around it was, was pretty big and it, was then quite an exciting thing to do and it then everybody seemed to accept the changes um, quite comfortably and it all worked out quite seamlessly really and um, you know it was something that actually I did enjoy in the end it was a lot of work I mean don't don't think this you know rebrand is going to be just sort of something you can do in a matter of a few hours you know just with a bit of oh, I'm just going to change it to that and do that it does with, with thought um, and I for example you know if you've got uh, a new logo you know I think about getting some merchandise and you know promoting that or get someone to win that put thought behind it and take your time um, and I do think if you've got it all planned and set out that the, your rebranding will change over in a very uh, easy manner for people and your clients and your social media um, audience to follow so yeah, that, that's my sort of thoughts on, on, on rebranding, really. And, and, I mean, it is a huge subject. I mean, I, there's probably things I haven't really touched upon, and it is something that I'm quite interested in. And I love watching, you know, people that I followed, um, you know, for many, many years, and when they rebrand, I think it's really exciting. And I think also um, when you do rebrand, you know, put a bit of your personality into it with a personal touch. So, for example, with the Haynet um, logo, if you go to look at the actual cover photo you'll see that there is um fields and there's a church and that there and that's that's based on um somewhere that's local to me i mean i've lived in you know in the sort of the area of the south downs for you know for all my life and i wanted to make it personal to me um but hopefully you know it just shows you know my intentions with what haynet is and and how how it sort of will hopefully progress through the years so yeah have a, have a think about it and if you have any questions or anything you want to ask in regards to uh, rebranding or if you need any help or any point, you know, any pointers of how to go about it, then please, by all means, you know, give me 
um, you know, give give me a shout. I can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Haynet Blog. If you search that, um, and obviously, if you want to come to the website, please come to www.hay-net.co.uk, and I'm more than happy to help you and discuss about rebranding. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, I'm I haven't got a question ready for Ria. I'm gonna think one um up for her, and I will let her know, but. Um, as soon as that obviously podcast is ready, then uh, yeah, please keep an eye out for Ria's uh, next um, podcast about her thoughts on uh, whatever subject I choose for her raw business. Um, thanks again. Please go to the podcast page on Haynet where we have quite um, a library of podcasts um, that are built up now, and we're all all of them are designed to help you uh, with your rural, you know, your equestrian or countryside business. So please head to the podcast page and. Uh, and have a listen. Thanks so much and uh, I hope to be talking to you again soon.